Thank you for tuning in to the Financial Freedom Podcast. I am your host, Financial Life Coach, Selena G., bringing to you tools and resources that you need to help you create a budget, get out of debt, set up an emergency savings plan, help you reach your financial goals, and push you towards the destiny of financial freedom. I am so happy that you have decided to say no to debt and yes to financial freedom. Happy Financial Freedom Friday, and welcome to the 800 Plus Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Financial Life Coach, Selena G. Thank you for joining along with me on today as we discuss end of the year financial to-do list. Yes, it is time to get your financial to-do list together. The end of the year can be a whirlwind. But the actions you take can have large impacts on your tax bill next April and your long-term financial health. By taking proactive steps now, you can ensure that your financial life is organized and primed for success as you head into the new year. Wondering which items are most important to add to your end-of-year financial to-do list is very important. I'm going to go over a few things with you on what you can do to make money moves before the end of the year to boost your bottom line. You want to adjust your payroll contributions to your 401k plans, which requires employees to complete their retirement contributions by December the 31st. And this year, you can contribute up to $19,500 plus an additional $6,500 and catch-up contributions for those over age 50. If you can handle a small reduction to your paycheck, consider boosting the contribution to your 401k plan. Even a 1% to 2% increase in contributions can yield long-term benefits. Some companies issue year-end bonuses. And if you're slated to receive one, consider earmarking a portion for your 401k. And this can help you boost your savings rate without dipping into your regular cash flow. And also, as long as you're logging into your 401k account, you also want to check your beneficiary on the account. This is especially important if you got married or divorced in the last year. But it's an important task for everyone to include on their end-of-year financial to-do list. A few years ago, I went and I updated my information on my beneficiary. Thank God I did because I had to make a few changes. And um, basically, I just want to bring it to your attention to make sure you um, check to make sure you have the correct name on your accounts um, as far as the person you want to leave for the beneficiary. Over the past year as well, many companies have um, instituted well-being accounts or allowances to help employees cover some work-from-home costs. These accounts may expire at the end of the year, so spend that money if it's available to you. And additionally, 
Be sure to request reimbursement promptly to ensure you receive this benefit. On top of these new I accounts, you already know that many employees have access to flexible spending accounts, and you know your flexible spending accounts, which is FSA, are accounts that do not roll over from year to year. Employees can offer health FSAs, adoption FSAs, dependent care FSAs, and typically employees who have an FSA will need to spend money by end of the year, calendar, end of the calendar year. Additionally, they will need to request reimbursements shortly after the year ends. If you have access to any of these accounts, spend the money this year and submit receipts as soon as possible so you can receive reimbursement. And remember, this advice only applies to flex spending accounts. Health savings accounts allow you to save year after year. You also want to enroll in a health plan if you don't already have one. Most people need to enroll in a health plan at some point, and they normally typically save between October and November. If your employer offers health insurance, review your options, and if possible, review options with your spouse to see which employer offers the best insurance at the lowest prices. Don't forget to enroll your um, children as well. Open enrollment for healthcare.gov starts November the 1st and runs through December the 15th. This is the ideal time to enroll in a health insurance plan if you need to buy one through the exchange. Many people who don't have health insurance through work can qualify for subsidized health insurance when they buy through the exchanges. You also want to review your credit report. Each year, you're entitled to a free credit report from each of the three major credit bureaus. That makes it great assignment to include on your year-end financial to-do list. Credit reports show every inquiry and every outstanding debt. Reviewing a report is particularly important if you have delinquent debts that have been sold to other creditors. You can easily download your report from annualcreditreport.com or use a free service like creditkarma.com, which you can download the app on your phone to get your free report and insights that can help you understand the report. You can plan a charitable giving. In um, 2021, you can claim an above-the-line dedication for charitable contributions up to $300, $600 for married couples. If you want to take advantage of this deduction, you'll need to do so by the year's end. If you do itemize your tax return, 2021 allows you to donate cash contributions up to 100% of your AGI, which is much higher than the 40 to 60% seen in previous years. People with larger charitable giving goals may benefit from, from more advanced planning. Some givers choose to give every few years so that they can itemize their tax deductions. Meeting with a CPA by the end of the year can help givers decide on the best timing for their giving. You also want to start tracking your business expenses. 
It's not quite tax time, but you can get a jump on business taxes by starting to track your business expenses if you have a business and characterizing past expenses. Finding an app like Keeper Tax, Avalanche, or H-U-R-D-L-R can help you track and characterize your business expenses. All of these apps have downloadable reports that make tax filing easier. And also, if you're self-employed or have a side hustler, you likely to owe tax money to the IRS. And to avoid a big tax bill, you may want to make a quarterly estimated tax payment. Even a single payment can help relieve some of the financial burdens that come with paying a year's worth of taxes in April. Execute your backdoor Roth R conversions, which is a high-income earner may not qualify for a traditional Roth IRA contribution, but the backdoor Roth is a tax loophole that allows high-income earnings to get money into a Roth account. And once the money is inside, the account is protected against future taxations. Uh, so basically, in general, it's easiest to execute a backdoor Roth conversion when the calendar year Matches the tax year, so add this task to your end-of-the-year financial to-do list and try to complete it before December the 31st. So, if you have extra time, use it to level up your finances. If you have a few quiet days to reflect and plan at the end of the year, there are some exercises they may help. First, you want to check your numbers. A few of the key numbers to understand are your credit score, the total amount of debt you owe, your net worth, your income, and your spending. And you may also want to share these numbers with your um, partner or, or to normalize conversations with or about money. Um, second, set one financial goal. It's easy to get swept up in the fresh start of a new year and overwhelm ourselves with goals for a dozen um, intentions. But instead of a burdensome load of goals, try starting with one financial goal for the year ahead. It will help you stay focused, and if you accomplish it early in the year, you can always set a new goal to work towards. And finally, plan expenses for the next year now. If you hate specific monthly budgeting methods, Try a new one. And then also try to map major expenses that may come up in the next one to three years. And writing down these expenses along with the expected price tags can help you set up savings plans to cover these um, costs without debt. So basically, these are a few um, tips and examples that I pretty much gave you, um, advice about side hustles, um, basically things that you need to look out for um, when you have a side hustle and you earn over $10,000 uh, or, or more and don't pay taxes. I gave an example about that, um, that um, you can, it will result in you possibly um, paying um, a tax bill. So basically be very careful about that. 
Um, also, this is the time, the perfect time to get your to-do list together and so that way you can be prepared going into the new year 2022. I hope that these tips were um, good and I uh, hope that you take the information that was provided to you and go ahead and execute so that way you can be fully prepared for the new year. So thank you so much for listening. And always remember to purchase my book, The Ultimate Guide and Tips Towards Financial Freedom. You can get it from Amazon. Um, if you want to continue to hear more financial tips um, to help you get prepared and stay prepared um, with your financial planning as well as your goals. I am so glad that you have tuned in to the 800 Plus Financial Freedom Podcast. You can always purchase the book um, on Amazon as well as the workbook. Please share this podcast with your family and friends and leave a review if you have not already done so. And remember, 800 is not a number. It's financial freedom. You guys have an amazing weekend. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Financial Freedom Podcast. Go to my website, selenagibbons.com, to find out more information. Now go and execute and apply the tools and tips towards your financial freedom. And remember to say no to debt and yes to financial freedom.